You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. And we played that song for a a buddy of ours that should have been a cowboy. He was a cowboy and is a a cowboy. John Kolb. Johnny, uh, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Hey, great big guys. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. <laughs> John, one of the things I'm so excited to talk to you about was I saw a picture of you on top of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, and you were there with your terrible towel, and you had four Super Bowl rings on. You got to tell us about this yeah. trip. Yeah. Uh, so the guy that was the guide had actually climbed Mount Everest. And uh, he had taken the towel, terrible towel, to Mount Everest. How about that? Is that cool? Yeah. Wow. We, wow. We got we got Steeler fans on Mount Everest. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you know Dallas Cowboy fans. I don't even think they can climb Mount Washington. But <laughs> we got. We got that was good. Fans. So so we had uh, we had talked about doing this trip, and. Uh, and they have a they have a program, guys, that is phenomenal. It's called K two Adventures, and what they do, uh, they have an orphanage there. They built the orphanage. Uh, I could de- I could take your whole program talking about orphanage. We're in the orphanage playing with little kids, mm. and uh, it went to leave. I mean, they got like death locks on us. They were having so much fun, but they have an orphanage. They have a hospital, and they support this by taking people on adventure trips. And so our our nonprofit uh, is called Adventures in Training with the Purpose, and we have people with chronic conditions. And we we essentially what we do is we work three days a week doing a training program, just like you might do with your uh, football team. But then we have an adventure day, just like you might do with your that's like you would do on Sunday and go out and beat up on Dallas or whoever <laughs> it's Cleveland's turn again or something. Uh, but I'm, but anyway, so we had this, so we teamed up with them and we did this climb, uh, nineteen thousand three hundred eighty-one feet. Wow! Yeah. Did you have this, a headache? Did you have a headache, uh, John? No, and see, I was so excited because, but you know, they they like it's like when you're a rookie, you know, touch and wolf. It's like you know they want to scare you to death. Mm-hmm. All right, you got a headache yet? They, you know. You remember the first time you play in Denver, they, they have all the trainers for Denver come up and say, hey, man, you need some oxygen. Right, hey, right. You better get, because they, they're trying to psych you out. Uh, no, I, I had done 14,000 feet before, so I thought it was pretty good to 14. And then uh, 15 was okay, 16 was okay. One thing I did I'd never done before, I don't think, Wolf, 
And that you know how when we're running three fifties, or you are actually right. playing in Dallas, right? You want to bend over and put your hands on your knees and go, <gasps> right? And, and I. You know, I, I never wanted to do that because I never wanted to let Harvey or or somebody think, okay, yeah. this guy's done. And so I always tried to stand up. Uh, that last 1,000 feet, I I succumbed to putting my hands on my knees because at 19,000 feet, you can really – uh, you you really are sucking air. Oh, you know, yeah. Now, John, I'll tell you real quick. I read a study – this year, they actually studied posture and recovery for athletes. We've been lied to, John, because the best <laughs> tests have all said your best posture is hands on the knees, bent over, suck and win. We've been lied to our entire careers. Uh, yeah. Hey, look, well, let's do it again then. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. That's okay. So you got to the top. It took, what, five days to get to the top? Yeah, it's a five-day thing, and you start out, and, and I'm looking up to my right, and there's monkeys. Really? And, and, wow. And I'm going, these monkeys are in the trees. Hey, guys, you going with us? But they stayed in the trees. Oh, so this and, is at, at the ground, at uh, sea level yeah, or something? Okay. Yeah. So you got monkeys, and then you go up, and there's some banana trees. They got the littlest bananas there. You got to eat <laughs> bucks. Well, if you'd have to eat the whole tree. Uh, <laughs> So they got banana trees, and then and then you go on, and the vegetation gets thinner. And finally, uh, towards the third day, you, you you know you think, is this where they filmed the moon landing? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. And then you've got this thing called the Bronco Wall, which is like you're climbing the Grand Canyon. It's just straight down, mm. and uh, and and it's just big, huge. Steps and one step's two feet, the next is six inches, and the next is three feet. But you got this drop off four feet to your right. So, you know, I mean, it's not like you're going to slip, but you don't want to slip. And then you get in the last, the hardest part at 19,000 feet, the snow was about three feet deep. And so picking my feet up out of the snow was uh, like running 350s. At St. Vincent, after it had been rained on and the field was watered and it rained and they watered the field, you just were, I mean, you just were sinking all the way in. And then we got to the top. And, you know, the thing, as I, I, I really wanted to share, uh, that was most life changing was, um, uh, and you guys, will, we talked about this before, but um, I kept thinking, Okay, I um, I want to make this. I want to make this, and they they check your pulse ox and stuff. It gets too low, they make you go back. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, but anyway, the thought of you know, I thought I'm not going to make this unless God shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was one of those things. If God doesn't show up, I don't think I'm making it to the top. Wow. And He showed up, and we made it to the top. Wow. And so I brought that back with me. You know, what is it in, in our lives? And if God doesn't show up, it ain't going to happen. Right. And uh, I think those are healthy things to have. It doesn't have to always be a mountain. But uh, but I think you guys will agree, uh, most people have mountains in their lives. And uh, in the Psalms it says, I'll lift up my eyes to the mountains where yeah. the help yes. comes from. And in Matthew he talks about if you have faith as mustard seed, you can move mountains. So there's always going to be a mountain. You know, the real question that I need to learn is, do I move this one or do I climb it? So yeah. <laughs> that, was, wow. 
big takeaway for me in that trip. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, John, I, I, I have so admired you uh, as uh, a mentor uh, to me uh, as a discipler and uh, as a, uh, a guy that loves Jesus. Uh, when did you, who inspired you to love Jesus the way you do? Um, I, um, I think the things you learn in sports, um, that's, that's one thing. You know what, you know, the two words that I don't like the most, and this is most people disagree with me, fantasy football, people that are into fantasy football, they miss the whole point. The whole point isn't how many catches does somebody make and how many, uh, touchdowns does somebody throw? The whole point is, is looking at a team of 11 guys, actually, you know, 11 on offense, that come together mm. and multiply those talents. One plus one in football is not two. One plus one in football is three. Or one plus one in football can be uh, 1.5 if you're in Cleveland, for example. <laughs> but, uh, I will say this, John. I have been on a couple of traps that one plus one equals three at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so so to answer your question, though, that's a great question. Uh, you know, at, at some point I began to mature and wanted to really be a good football player, and then I, I realized I put everything I could into football, but I was in college and my grades were like C's. And I, and I begin to think, well, um, you know, you 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 work, you put everything into football, but you you're, you're you're okay being average with your with your academics. And so then I begin to say, okay, that doesn't work. And I begin to study and take seriously what I was really majoring in, which is exercise science. And then I read this in the Bible. It's a really it's really neat, and it uses the word teleos, which is the Greek word for uh to be all that you can be mm. and it was again something i learned in the mountain the uh, the uh word that they have swahili word if if we're kind of like sitting down taking a break they'll come up to you and they go twin day you twin day you means let's go up wow and they constantly were saying twin day you mm. and then after we climbed the mountain they go twin day chini that means let's go back down. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you have a word for let's do nothing? <laughs> and they go, they go, no, we don't have a word for that. Let's do nothing. You know, so, so I thought, how cool if your whole life is twin day Jew, let's go up. Yeah. But wow. anyway, Thessalonians 5.23, it essentially says twin day Jew. It says, but it says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify or set you apart and may your spirit your mind and your body be, and it uses that word, which I'm going to translate as twin day Jew. Right. Let's go up. Wow. And so, you know, I, I began to get convicted, guys, because I felt, okay, okay, I, I put everything I can into being a, uh, as good a football player as I can. Mm. And I decided, you know, I want to study and academically learn what I can. But I go through the motions on Sundays, and then I don't think about it anymore. And, and that verse really convicted me. It was not really something that somebody said. It was something that I read there, and I thought, okay, how can you be twin-day Jew in 
two parts of your body because we have a mind. You know, we have a body. We have a spirit. How can you be twin-day Jew and two of those things, mm. but spiritually you're not? And then, and then the thing that, you know, guys, that the three of us have been talking about the last few weeks is when those mountains come, yeah. you know, we, we need all three. And and so there's a there's a real meaning and a real reason for that to to have all three of those together. And and then the other thing is <clears throat> just because you make that decision doesn't mean okay I got this thing licked. You know my car gets out of tune and and so does my me. And I and I need you guys constantly for the tune up. Yeah. John, we've got less than a minute. It's a hard out. So one of the things I wanted to, to, to ask you was, will you come back? Okay, because there is so much more that yeah. I want to unpack in what you just said. Yeah. And what you're doing with adventures and training with a purpose is so important. So would you come, consider coming back next week? We'll put you back on, and we could have a little yeah. longer conversation. Yes. Yeah, you know, guys, I love you guys, and I love this. I love what we do, and I love to share it. And... Uh, uh, particularly in these times that we have right now. Uh, you know, life right now is more than numbers of people. There, there's people that are hurting that aren't in the numbers. Amen. So love, yeah. yeah All right, it. beautiful. Thank you so much, John Kolb. We love you. Okay. We'll talk to you next week. And, folks, thank you for joining us in the bring, locker room. Bring, uh, bring, bring uh, Psalm 18. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're out of here. Thank you so much. Love you, and, buddy. And we'll talk to you next week.